NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those Camrys up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, I did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota racing team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like sixth grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Well, listeners, in case you didn't get enough sports today, here's an ad break that'll tell you how to watch even more sports. YouTube is the new home of NFL Sunday Ticket. And if you sign up now, you'll get our lowest full season price of the year. Just go to youtube.com slash Spotify offer to get $100 off NFL Sunday Ticket. Watch your favorite teams out of market Sunday afternoon games exclusively on YouTube and YouTube TV. All right, enough about sports. Go get more sports. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends June 6th. No refunds. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live Wide Open. Off the end of the back straightaway. Larson's going to send it. Larson's in the wall. Larson's on Hamlin's back bumper. Logano leads down the back straightaway. Keselowski's in line. Now he turns him. Both Team Penske cars crash. Keselowski is up in a ball of flame. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you. Personal note from last weekend at Darlington. Appreciate Tim Cattlefamo for stepping in for me at Darlington. Allergies got the best of me. We're on the men. Should be good to go for this weekend's event at Kansas Speedway. But boy, do we have a lot to talk about coming out of Darlington. Joey Logano getting his first win of the year, bump and running. William Byron coming to the checkered flag of the Goodyear 400. Of course, Joey Logano winning the opening race of the year at the L.A. Coliseum. The Clash, first points-paying win coming over the weekend. John Hunter Nemechek also got his first win over the weekend in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series at Darlington. Matter of fact, lots to celebrate there. Our Chris Wilner had a chance to catch up with John Hunter on the heels of that big first win for 2022. 
Mimicek by Duke Russell. Here he comes up the back straightaway for the final time tonight at Darlington. John Hunter Nemechek leads now by one truck length. Two, now three, as Josevar dives it in deep into three, trying everything he can to take it away. One final shot by Carson. It will not be enough. John Hunter Nemechek across the line. Checkered flag is in the air, and John Hunter Nemechek has scored the win tonight at the Darlington Raceway. All right, joining us on NASCAR Live Wide Open, it's the driver of the number four KBM Toyota in the Camping World Truck Series, John Hunter Nemechek. Big win at Darlington this past weekend here on Throwback Weekend. How much relief was that win for you and your team? You guys have had speed all year long. It just seems like it couldn't all get put together, but it finally did uh, here this past weekend. Yeah, it finally all got put together. Um, like you said, we've been super fast all year. We've led laps, we've won stages, we've been running up front. Uh, we didn't quite have the finishes that we wanted uh, in the first three races of the season, um, which put us a little bit behind the eight ball, but um, stuck with trusting in the process, stuck with trusting in our equipment, not going off on some crazy tangent, and doing what we knew how to do best, and that's to work hard and continue to put really fast to it under TRD pros uh, from KBM to, to go to the racetrack and show up and have speed. So um, it was uh, it was a huge relief for us, I would say, um, a relief for myself as well. So that's all three KBM trucks now uh, have won a race so far this year, which is awesome for the organization. And um, to get back to Victory Lane on throwback weekend, um, I guess we're throwing it back to Victory Lane last year. So. Um, finally, I uh, checked that one off the, the box and I feel like we've had some really good momentum on our side the last few weeks. Uh, I think four straight top four or top five finishes for us and um, now we're going into the next seven weeks of racing straight uh, with some momentum on our side. So um, that can only help us here as we go into this long stretch. You had a dominating truck all weekend at Darlington. I mean, you grabbed the pole by like three tenths over the next closest guy. Four tenths. Don't short me. Four tenths. <laughs> Excuse me. You're right. How dare I do that? Four tenths of a second faster. You led the most laps. When when you have a truck like that, when you just, you know, do you know as a driver, like, okay, like, it's up to me. There's no excuses. Like, this thing is the best truck all weekend. Like, does that add any pressure at all? Um. I wouldn't say it's added any pressure. Uh, I felt like we had a really, really fast truck there last year in both races. Um, we dominated the spring race, ended up uh, getting wrecked on a restart, and then we had a really fast truck in the fall race as well, and pretty much battled it out with Sheldon Creed all day, and whoever got the clean air was gonna win the race. Um, so he won both of them last year, uh, and we felt like we should have. We felt like we had a better truck, and. Um, I love Darlington. Uh, it's one of my favorite places to go to. It's a driver's race track. Tires fall off. You're slipping and sliding around. You're able to run multiple lines. Um, and I love being able to go to a place where you can absolutely rip the fence and make lap time doing it. Um, I used to hate it and put a lot of work into it and learned from some of the best uh, from my days at Ganassi and um, just tried to put everything into perspective, but um, we knew that we should have a really fast Toyota Tundra uh, when we show up to the racetrack, and uh, I definitely showed that. So it was up to me not to mess it up and not put myself in the spot to mess it up. And we about gave it away twice, um, but we were able to come back through the field and uh, finally take home that checkered flag.
Is there anything different this year about KBM as a whole? I mean, I think last year, obviously, your breakout season with five wins, and we saw the capabilities of the Ford truck. But this year, like you mentioned, everyone getting a win up front each and every weekend. Has there been something different, or or is this just you know a product of the hard work that the team puts in every week? Uh, so I, I feel like it's hard work for sure. Um, but I think that the other teams are starting to work closer to what I run on a weekly basis, I would say. Um, I feel like we developed some new things last year um, with myself coming back from the Cup Series and our crew chief, Eric Phillips, coming back from the Cup Series. I feel like we worked really hard on, on some different processes and um, different setups that had really never been run before at KBM. Um, so I feel like the stars are starting to get aligned uh, from the other teams at KBM starting to kind of see um, different things that make sense um, and I, I feel like the whole team in general has been fast and when you can have three KBM trucks that are capable of doing what we're doing and be fast every single weekend it's it's awesome for the organization and it, it shows that you're you're working as one team one goal um, in the end and that's to go win races and go win a championship so um, everyone at the shop from Rowdy Manufacturing the, the fab shop um, all the guys on the shop floor, everyone, um, they're, they're all putting their best effort forward for this year. And, and not to say that they haven't in the past, but I feel like everyone is pushing for sure. Um, and it being the first year with this new Toyota Tundra body um, and a couple of different rule changes that we had over the off season, that I feel like that there was a little bit of added work to that over the off season um, and some really late nights. So we're still working very hard, still working. Uh, some late nights, but putting everything into effect. To button up Darlington, it's been a hot topic all week. I'm sure you watched the Cup Series, the old bump and run back at it uh, in the finish there in the Cup Series. It's not going to be the last time. Certainly, we see it used across all three of NASCAR Series, but I'm just curious what your thoughts are of maybe when you use it or what's acceptable in your eyes, because it's certainly been a hot topic in, uh, in the world of NASCAR this week. Yeah, um, I've been there. I've done it. I've lived it uh i've had it done to me um i feel like the aggression level of the cup series of the xfinity series of the truck series of pretty much every series i think you're seeing a little bit of a new generation come in um i think the word got tossed around a lot last year was respect um between certain drivers younger drivers older drivers learning that um but I also feel like it's kind of a new way of racing. Um, I, I feel like that stage racing plays a huge factor into aggression. I feel like it being so hard to win races at this point factors into a, a whole new level of aggression. But at the same time, I don't feel like you want to wreck a guy or do something super intentional to get a win because it may come back and bite you and then um, I think you got to weigh out your your opportunities and, and whatnot. Um, but I, I do think that you'll see a lot of guys use it. And some guys aren't afraid to use the bumper. Um, just what goes around comes around. That's all. You're not afraid, right? <laughs> uh, I haven't been afraid in the past. Uh, <laughs> I'll put it that way. There you go. Uh, first up in, in this seven grueling week stretch here is Kansas, a track you've you know traditionally been really good at with three straight top fives. You won there in the Xfinity Series. 
what is it about Kansas that you like? I mean, it's another mile and a half, and we know history shows you're good a mile and a half. So just what suits to your driving style best about Kansas? Uh, <clears throat> it's not a mile and a half that we just go to and run wide open. Um, yeah. It's a place that you actually have to drive the truck. Um, multiple lines from the top all the way to the bottom. Um, I'm pretty sure the Xfinity race I won there, I don't think we ran, but two or three laps on the bottom all day. Um, and then we were up running in the fence. So um, I, I feel like places that you can do that and have fun with it um, kind of suits my style. And I enjoy that. Uh, I think that there's some guys that don't like it, um, but for me, it's fun. Anytime you can get up and run the Dale Jr. line or Kyle Larson line, I guess, uh, it is a blast. And uh, Kansas, it's it's newly repaved, but it still has character to it. It still has tire fall off. You still slip and slide around. Um, and it's just a place that I enjoy going. Do you remember 2004 when your dad picked up the Cup Series win there? Are there any memories of that weekend? And how special would it be for you just to get back to Victory Lane there and share that? Yeah, so I do remember that weekend. Uh, he actually won the Xfinity Series race and the Cup Series race on the same weekend. I think he got, I don't remember if it was the Cup pole or the Xfinity pole, um, but I remember getting a pedal car that weekend. I remember going to Victory Lane twice, um, so that was a lot of fun. Pretty sure I was playing on the playground when he had won one of the races, and we ran the Victory Lane, so um, really, really good time. Uh, I, I do have a very fond memory of that, uh, something that I've enjoyed then to go there and get my first NASCAR Xfinity Series win there uh, after he had swept the weekend and myself being in victory lane um, that was super special as well so hopefully we can get back to victory lane this weekend um, and and try and take home another trophy and a checkered flag but Kansas has been really good to me so hopefully it will be again and speaking of the Xfinity Series, I mean, you nearly won the race for Sam Hunt Racing, finishing in fourth. And I know it's kind of a bitter pill to swallow. <laughs> if it wasn't for that late caution, you probably would have gotten it done. But in all seriousness, though, you've been a part of all three of their career top fives, growing this program with Sam. How special is it for you to kind of bring your level of experience, your veteran status to help a team like that grow? And, and obviously for Sam, I'm, I'm sure he appreciates it. You guys have a really good working relationship. Yeah, Sam and I definitely have a very good relationship. Um, we became friends a couple years ago, and last year, running two races, should have finished uh, in the top five at Dover, too. Um, so I think it's pretty crazy that we have one DNF with them, uh, three top fives, and one twelfth and five starts with, with Sam. So those are pretty good odds, if you ask yeah. me, uh, especially for a new startup team. Uh, limited amount of funding compared to what the other competitors spend um, but he made a, a huge jump in the offseason I feel like to, to try and make everything better um, as far as team personnel cars uh, moved into a new shop um, hired some new people just kind of all over the board but Sam takes pride in, in what he's doing and I'm telling you if we would have won that race Saturday at Darlington I don't know if you would have seen Sam for a couple weeks. He, he might have been off doing something else, but um, Sam is definitely a great guy, and I've been able to enjoy being able to work with him and his guys and um, being able to try and help their program. Um, when I first went over there last year, that was the, the full intent, the full goal was to continue to try and build this program with them and figure out what the equipment was capable of with what they have now and how we can continue to try and build towards 
making a, a contending winning team every single week that they show up to the racetrack. And Sam has full intentions on that. Um, he's definitely working hard, grinding away, trying to find different sponsorship and, and put key elements in place to, to make the, the whole team and organization better. So um, if he wasn't determined about it, he definitely wouldn't be getting gray hairs as a car owner right now. So um, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving every aspect of it and uh, thankful for those guys and all of the sponsors that have helped out to put me in it to try and help his program grow. So, um, man, we're close. It's coming. That's for sure. Yeah, so does your background, like with the Cup Series side of being a part of smaller teams, does it help you relate a little bit more to what he's going through? Uh, yeah, I, I think my whole career before I moved away from Nimco um, kind of puts that into perspective. Um, having a smaller team, not having the full budget, um, but still being able to run up front and contend. Um, you don't have to outspend them, but you can definitely outsmart them at times and, and try and put the key elements in place that you feel like you need. And I feel like as time comes along uh, and they get more experience and build a notebook, um, they're just going to continue to get better and better. So uh, I see this team evolving into something that you can say can contend for wins every single week here soon. And, um, they're, they're pushing that way, that is for sure. Well, this year you've also tackled dirt racing, adding that to your list of things you can do, running a micro for Chad Bow, you tested a midget. It's kind of becoming the thing to do down here, right? Showing up to Millbridge with a micro. How much fun has that been for you, tackling something completely different, just adding to your repertoire? And um, how does it really help you, you know, on Fridays and Saturdays when you get back in the, in the truck in the Xfinity car? Uh, I, I feel like just being able to get laps in something different. Uh, I've been wanting to get in a micro or a midget for quite some time. Uh, I remember um, trying to get uh, with the Toyota folks and hop in one when I was a little bit younger and we never were able to make it happen. And then this year, um, being able to, to run some of Chad's stuff and uh, just go out and learn and enjoy it. Um, it's something completely different. Um, I made my or my first A main, I guess, and my first start. So I'll, yeah. I'll take it. Um, didn't go quite as planned in the main, but definitely had a good time. Opened my eyes to a whole new world, something that is unique and interesting. Um, but I feel like Chris Rebell and Kyle Larson have been telling me that I need to try and get in one at some point, that it's a blast. And uh, I'm glad I finally listened to him and did it. And uh, I'm enjoying every aspect of it, but Chad has definitely been great to me. All of his guys uh, have been a huge help to trying to make me go fast. Um, but yeah, Millbridge is becoming NASCAR night every Wednesday. I mean, it's it's to everybody. It's crazy, um, but it's uh, it's just a fun time just going out and enjoying something different, trying to learn new processes, and uh, some of it will transfer over. Um, there's different things from the racing side that you can learn from that. And laps or laps. And if you're smiling and having a good time, why not do it? Yeah, no kidding. And it's fun for me as an announcer gets to call NASCAR night too, because I mean, it's, you know, when else are you going to say, you know, John Hunter throws a slide job on Kyle Larson <laughs> on a dirt track? You know, if you'd have said this three or four years ago, it's absolutely insane. So speaking of which, Kyle, your boss, has been running the micro. He ran the shootout last year. Uh, put it, I think he won his heat race on his first ever race. So have you guys talked about maybe starting a team and trying to tackle some of that? Uh, we haven't specifically talked about starting a team um, but I'm sure he'll be in the micro again here soon um, and then Brexton 
uh, his, his team and all of his stuff is definitely going well. He's been winning yeah. races. That's been cool to see. Um, so who knows? Um, I'm enjoying right now just driving Chad's stuff. Um, but you never know with Kyle. He, he can come up with uh, a thought and next thing you know, it's reality and we're doing it. So um, I'm all about it. Finally, last year, you know, we, we talked about it, marked a rebirth, right? Back in the truck series, five straight, you know, five wins on the season. We're in year number two now of this process. You've got your daughter Aspen growing up right before your very eyes. Has your perspective on your career changed at all uh, between, you know, coming from the Cup Series and now and all the success you've had in the trucks and obviously on the Xfinity side as well? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, I think being younger, um, your goal is to get to the Cup Series. And no matter what, you want to get there as fast as possible. Um, and I feel like my year in 2020 in the Cup Series definitely was a huge eye-opener for myself. Um, I feel like I learned a lot. I valued a lot. Um, learned some lessons the easy way and learned some lessons the hard way. Um, but it made me better as a person and as a driver, I would say. Um, and then having Aspen come into the world, I definitely think that she has helped change the perspective on that as well. Um, there's times where I used to dread a finish and dwell on it for a week or two um, and couldn't get the thought out of my head, would, would sit there and kind of psych myself out mentally. Um, and now she doesn't know any better. When you come home, she's smiling, she's ready to play. And it, it kind of changes your, your whole mindset and your perspective on it, on what truly is important at that time and in life. And um, I'm having fun being a dad. It's been awesome to be able to race her with Taylor by my side and uh, just in, enjoying every aspect of it. She's walking. She just started running. Um, so that's uh, that's been interesting here lately. Um, I used to have it timed for when she would walk from the living room to the kitchen on how much time I had to grab her. Um, but we're down to about half that now. So oh hard to contain her at this point, but uh, I'm, I'm having fun with it. And then for her to be able to be at the racetrack with me most weekends and Taylor um, and be able to go to Victory Lane last weekend for her first official Victory Lane, even though she's been at the racetrack when we won. Um, was super special as well. So um, perspective is everything, man. It, it changes every day, that is for sure. But um, you, you learn where the priorities are in, in your life and what is important. Well, I appreciate your time joining us here on uh, NASCAR Live Wide Open. Best of luck this weekend in Kansas. Some good tracks coming up for you in th during the stretch too. So I think we can get on a little bit of a run. What do you say? For sure, let's do it. Let's talk every week after we win. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, John Hunter. Let's transition now into odds speak for this weekend's Advent Health 400 in Kansas. These odds are brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Please bet responsibly. Producer Trey is here. What are the odds breaking down like this weekend for Kansas, Trey? Well, Mike, I've got my eye on one driver in particular this weekend at Kansas, and he's the favorite. Once again, Kyle Larson is the favorite at plus 600. He won the last time. We went to Kansas last fall in that playoff race, and Larson, he lists this as one of his favorite tracks. Larson's always fast at tracks that you can ride around the top, close to the fence, and that's exactly what you can do at Kansas. Larson wasn't just fast in the fall last year. He was fast in the spring, but then Kyle Busch kind of took the win away at the end on a restart, 
And Kyle Busch is tied for the second favorite. Kyle Busch, who just welcomed a new baby girl. He is plus 800. He'll have some extra motivation this weekend. And Chase Elliott is plus 800 as well. If you remember way back to the first season when Chase Elliott won races, Kansas was one of the first races that he won. And where did he win his second race right before that in pretty close fashion? Dover. And Elliott just did that as well. So Elliott is going to be a contender this weekend. They're plus 800, the second favorites. I've already said my pick is Kyle Larson. He's shown so much speed this season. He was he might have been the fastest car last week at Darlington, but had engine trouble and had to bow out of the race. The points aren't there, but he's already got the wins. At some point or another, Larson's going to avoid this trouble and get back on the winning track. I don't think he's going to win nine races or ten races this year like he did last year, but I think that he uh, is going to get on a roll and win a couple. But my long shot this weekend is another guy who's had trouble putting together full races. That's Daniel Suarez in the 99 car. He's shown speed every week. Maybe not as much speed as his teammate Ross Chastain, who I consider right there with William Byron as the championship favorites so far this season. But Daniel Suarez this weekend is plus 6,600. One of these weeks, that 99 team is going to put together a full race and truly contend for the win like they did at Auto Club early this season. And who knows, he might have had the best car at Coda if he didn't get in trouble there as well. Suarez plus 6,600. Those are steep odds. And I think whenever Suarez does get his first win, Vegas is going to start showing him a lot more respect like they have his teammate, Ross Chastain. So Suarez, my long shot at plus 6,600. I'm picking Kyle Larson, the favorite, to go to Victory Lane in Kansas. A couple of solid picks right there for the Advent Health 400 at Kansas. Here's our broadcast schedule for this weekend. Our coverage will begin Saturday. Triple header coverage, kicking off with the Arkham Menard Series, Dutch Boy 150, Motor Racing Network airtime, 2 p.m. Eastern. Then it's practice and qualifying for the cup cars. That's coming your way at 5 Eastern. And then the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, Heart of America 200, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. We're back on Sunday with the Advent Health 400, NASCAR Live Race Day on the air at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Don't forget, we're back with NASCAR Live Tuesday, Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern, and then right back here on Thursday with another installment of NASCAR Live Wide Open. For Chris Wilner and for producer Trey, I'm Mike Bagley. For the rest of the MRN crew, we appreciate the download. We'll catch up with you next week right here on NASCAR Live Wide Open. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live Wide Open is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. Do you have an unused car, truck, motorcycle, boat, or RV taking up space? 
Put it to good use by donating it to the NASCAR Foundation. Proceeds help fund medical resources for children in our racing community. Your wheels can heal. Call 844-NASCAR-9 and we'll come tow away your vehicle for free. The process is quick and your gift is tax deductible. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to donate your vehicle to the NASCAR Foundation today. Your donation will help our children survive and thrive. 